0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stacey and Sean Good for the Soul. I am Sean here with my good pal, soul worker Stacey Renee. Hello, Stacey. How are you?
1: Hey, Sean. How are you? I've missed you. I
0: know. You know, although we've texted all, I don't know, weekend, week, for a long time since we recorded last, I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. But Stacey, I am dragging. I think I might have a weekend hangover. How are you feeling?
1: Legit weekend hangover. And this is lasting for a few days longer than I expected. It's almost like, I don't know if you've ever experienced jet lag, but that's where we're at today. Like, it's just this whole thing of literally as we speak, I am snugged in a rug with my bathrobe in a blanket. On my couch in a ball doing this podcast because there's no way I'm leaving this little happy area right
0: now. Oh my because God. I, I love that you just said snugged in a rug. That just, <laughs> just escaped life. We're going to get the energy. We're going to be here for the quack pack today. See, <laughs> episode 12. This is an important moment because you just had your birthday. Tell me about it. You know, I wasn't in town to be there, but I want to hear all of the things, all the great things the cake, the cookies, the people. Tell me about your birthday.
1: I know. And it's weird because I want to hear all about your stuff first. So this is where you and I are so big about the way we are friendship. Oh, I'm yawning.
0: Oh, no. I'm so that's... sorry.
1: See, this is They're... what we're talking about with that hangover. Okay. So <laughs> it's like, I'm so excited to hear about your stuff too. Um, Birthday was interesting. It was, it was definitely, we're still in the midst of 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 the lovely retrograde. And let me tell you, within the first hours of my birthday, I was in a movie theater watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, 3. nice, definitely nice, no spo- no spoilers, but nope, it's a good no one. No spoils. It's it's of okay. course. Hello. I mean, and you can't in, go wrong. Within hours of the day starting in the morning, I dropped my
0: toothbrush in the toilet. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, okay. But if you start off on a weird foot, that just means it gets better, right? So what was the rest no. of the day?
1: No, no, no. Because then like I'm, anybody who knows me knows me that I I am a massive music person. And of course, because this is how crazy I am. And I always say, this is my autism. I have a birthday list and I have to wake up and listen to the Beatles and I have to do my birthday thing and, you know, pump up some 50 cent and it's a Friday. So that means like booty mix music on top of it. Plus it's Cinco de Mayo. So I mean, it's gotta be a vibe. So I am an iPhone user, and I go to my iTunes, and guess what? Nothing is working.
0: Nothing. What do you mean nothing is, is nothing? working? Nothing gone. It was taking the day off. Oh no! no.
1: And I am sitting here looking at Max, tears are welding in my eyes, and I'm going, "It's it's my it's my birthday!" Like no, like this is not this is not happening. And I mean, it was just like that. And then I lost the video of my mom singing me happy birthday.
0: Oh no the night before she
1: died. And but then I found that. So that was a good
0: thing. I mean did you buy a new toothbrush?
1: Max did. That was part of my birthday present.
0: max for the win i'm glad because i yeah i mean you can't just use a toothbrush i found the toilet oh
1: i was in the shower crying at this point like it was literally completely tears and all i was feeling sorry for myself my friend amy out of the love of her heart because she felt so bad for me she was like i'll take you to breakfast because nobody made any other plans um Seriously, even Sergeant Pepper was like, nope, I'm not doing anything with you this weekend because it's going to be busy at work and I have no time. And last year we hit a major glitch because he may or may not have forgotten to meet me for Sunrise the day after my birthday. So he was just avoiding my birthday altogether this year because that kept him out of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And so I am like – everyone's busy. Nobody has any time. Nobody wants to see me. Max was supposed to go to work and I'm literally sitting in the shower crying. Oh turn, no. But oh,
0: then, exactly. It but, turned out, what happened? Well, turned are to turn around.
1: Max's doctor's appointment got moved to earlier in the day. He was supposed to go in for his catheter or not catheter, but like stress test and all of his heart stuff. Instead of one o'clock, it was moved to 11 o'clock. So he actually had the morning off of work. Surprise. And Amy got me the most beautiful painting of this beautiful saying and made me cry. And it's actually on my Facebook. Hold on. I'm, 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 I'm literally grabbing it as we
0: speak. Um, you know what? I, I'll, I'll do a sidebar tangent. Stacey actually sent me this while I was away for the weekend and it is beautiful and stunning. I, was and I love say, every moment of this. I can't wait until you read it to the quack track because they're going to love it as much as I did. It's so.
1: I, 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 I was literally, you were the first person I sent it to and it says, hold on, please. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm literally in the dark. You guys, I'm, I'm not kidding when I'm telling yeah. you I'm, completely hiding out from life this this is no exaggeration from this okay and it says the most surprising thing is how easy it is to have superpowers when you stop wasting all the energy pretending you don't
0: there it is isn't that really a great moment i mean
1: oh my gosh everybody that,
0: has everybody yeah. has a superpower everybody
1: and that's when my birthday turned around I literally sat in my car crying happy tears after breakfast going, okay, this just made my whole birthday. And then I got to go home and do my podcast with Miguel and Holly. And that turned out to be an amazing podcast and got my nails done with my friend Anna, took a good long nap. And then we went to dinner at Doc Ford's and met – a new friend named David, who was our server, and he was incredible, and he sang me the most beautiful happy birthday. And I Yay. mean, it was, it
0: was a good day. David, I hope you're listening. We love yes. you, David. Thank you. Exactly. Thank and you David for making it.
1: So yeah, David, Doc Ford's Bay Pines in St. Petersburg, ask for him. You will not be disappointed. Probably one of the best, best experiences ever just because of this person.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. So you know what? The day might have started out rough, but it turned around.
1: Retrograde. And And are you ready for another retrograde story? So the next day was my birthday lunch, right? Right. So we had plans to go to a restaurant, all 35 of us, and the restaurant was closed.
0: Oh, what? That's no good. But you found another one.
1: Yes. But it was just- I saw the
0: photos. I know you found another one. Retrograde is
1: literally one of the, I mean, I can't even begin. So if anyone else has had a very intense, strange weekend- that is why I'm just saying that now, Sean, can we just ask you, know, I'm dying to know because forget, forget about me. Forget about me. Were you late? Do you have any issues?
0: Uh, was there listen, any
1: pickups with your, sto- with, with your traveling this weekend? Talk to me. No,
0: there, well, there was nothing. My, so I know what? that there, there might've been some rain on Sunday night show, but that wasn't my show. Right. I got there on time. We got there in time. There was no traffic. Nashville is such a beautiful city. If anybody in the Quack Pack is in Nashville, oh my gosh. I wish you would have told me in advance because I would have met you and given you a big hug because I had such a good time. Nashville is gorgeous. The people there are gorgeous. The area downtown is stunning. And let me tell you, the Taylor Swift era's Tour is not to be missed.
1: If what era did you go chance, under?
0: Oh my gosh. I went as Reputation. So yes. if you see any photos of me. I have some fake snake tattoos on. (laughs) And you know what? It was a lovely, lovely experience. So if you have the chance to see Taylor Swift's air tour, do not sit on those tickets. Go out there and see it. I can't wait to have everybody else see it and know how great it is. It's just stunning. She's literally on for over three hours and she sings and she dances and she interacts with the audience and the crowd is eating it all up. And it is three hours of a sing-along because you know every word. Everyone knows every word. And it's amazing that anyone can you know, sit there for three whole hours and entertain someone and not lose your attention because I tell you, I didn't lose my attention once in the whole time. That's how good it was.
1: Could you imagine? I mean, have you ever sat back for a second and thought about the – just imagine a normal day at work. And then to think about how exhausted you are. But right. to imagine three solid hours and not even to talk about pre-performance and sound oh, right. and wardrobe and all the stuff that it takes getting into a show, but three hours of right. costume changes, singing, dancing, talking, I mean, solo, like with the guitar how does somebody mentally not just physically hold it together that amazes me that she, within itself is worth everything
0: she is a superstar I'm telling you uh, I know that you also am a Taylor Swift fan but just I a will lot tell you, yes if you are not a Taylor Swift fan after you see that show I I really need to sit down and listen to what's going on in your brain because the show is just And that what good, you're right? missing in
1: your life yes I mean yeah. and when I had seen Taylor when I went to see Coldplay in person last June when they were in Tampa and we had front row at the stage and it was a good two and a half hour show. And even then I'm like, how, how does anybody do it for that long because of the heat? She was here in Florida for three yeah. nights in a row. Yeah,
0: and it's not cool. I mean, it was actually, the weather was lovely in Nashville. So Right, and was it wasn't win.
1: cool here, right? I told yeah, you right? it wasn't going to rain. I'm just saying. Yeah, I it you. didn't rain.
0: She he, she didn't tell me that. It didn't rain. It was a little chilly, but it was a lovely time. But Stacey, okay, so let's jump in here. So Quack Pack... If you want to check out a video, I did post a video on our Stacey and Sean Good for the Soul Facebook page. Check that out. Uh, you can see one of the awesome moments there. But Stacey, I have real news to talk about. One, so uh, we have four new reviews on the Apple Podcast. So Mimi, uh, Girl Mom Redick, Reddick, Redick, and Horse Redick and Horse Girl. Y'all, thank you so much for uh, typing Aww, out your review. Guys. It's so awesome. Not only did you listen to us, you also took time to tell other people about it. Uh, We appreciate that. So anybody else in the quack pack, if you want to take some time to rate and review the podcast, we would love that. Our 19 ratings and our four new reviews, you all are dream boats. We are so happy to have you here with us.
1: Literally. let's,
0: Let's jump in to the meat of this episode. Today, I want to talk about... Some stuff, right? So I know, you know, in the past we have talked about some of, you know, your stacyisms, right? And one of the things that you have talked about on this podcast and in every session that you do is that sometimes things come out that you're not looking for, right? So if you were, if I was having a session with you, I might be really hoping to hear from my my grandmother or my grandfather or you know my childhood dog or whatever it might be, right? Yeah. But those things don't come out because that stuff. Uh, is my ego. And what you say is that these things are things my soul needs to hear. So that's what I want to jump into today is I want you to tell me about what the difference is between the things my soul needs to hear and the things that my ego wants to hear.
1: Um, Ego wants to be told your pretty soul doesn't care. I mean, I know that sounds kind of goofy, but perfect example After my birthday lunch on Saturday, as I'm leaving the gosh darn restaurant, Sergeant Pepper drives by and I turn on my car as fast as I can, do a Yui, start speeding down the road and I call them and I'm like, hey, I'm stalking you. Can you please slow down? Made him laugh. And... He's like, where are you? I'm like literally behind you and I want to see you. Can we meet? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. So I meet, we talk and my soul was happy to see him because it's him. But then I twirl around in a circle and I'm like, do I look okay? Don't I look, he goes, you look lovely. And that's my ego needing the stroke, needing the validation, needing to stalk him and meet him. I don't actually stalk him, you guys. It's an ongoing joke between the two of us. Um, but it, it's literally your ego needs validation. Your ego needs to feel like it's important. Your ego is what's attached to things. Your ego is what needs or has the false feeling of need and okay. want. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, totally. So, you know, these things that um, that you feel and that you you help others, you know, through they're not usually focused around the ego, right?
1: Correct. And what's interesting so, is I soul work, but I feel souls. But sometimes your soul still needs validation of certain things because What do you What do you, you mean ever- by that? Well, have you ever heard of the saying of like being hurt down to your very soul or the core of your soul? Yeah,
0: to the core. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's that's what it means. And sometimes we need healing when we deal with a death, a loss, a massive breakup that we are solely connected to that person and they're just gone. That hurts us to our core. And what I am used for and what God uses me for is to help heal those cracks that have oh hurt gosh. you down to your very core.
0: So, you know, that's so interesting, Stacey. I'm gonna I'm, one second, but we're gonna keep jumping in this. The first time you and I chatted, I'm sure you don't remember this, but one of the things you told me is that someone who had just come into my life was was brought to me to cure my soul boo-boos. Quote, yes. That's that is a soul worker stacey Renee a quote that she told me. That is first,
1: the Stacyism. You will hear me say, boo-boos. I don't care. I am a mom yeah. and I am a mom of souls. And, yes.
0: And that that really rang to me because I was like, wait, what does that mean? And I love now when we're jumping into this with with the quack pack to say, wait a second, well, I, maybe I don't want to hear about that, but my soul needs to hear it. So Correct. I want to deep, deep dive a smidge into what things does your soul need to hear. And and what do you think is the most common thing? I know that everyone's different, but what is the most common thing that you find that people need to hear because they're they're not used to hearing it or their soul needs that sort of moment?
1: That's a great question because here's the difference between soul and ego. Your ego needs to hear that it was loved. Your soul mm. sometimes needs to hear your love was enough.
0: Oh, that's great. So So you're saying that there are times where – you know what? Your your ego says, I'm glad that you love me. But really what your soul wants to know is I'm glad that you're there for me. I'm glad that your love is really filling me up, filling up my cup on the inside.
1: Absolutely. It's that whole thing of making sure that we're doing enough for somebody
0: else. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're filling their cup, right? Correct. Your, soul, your soul people are there just like you said to help Fix your soul boo-boos, right? That's something that I, I'm literally four years – I don't even know how long it's been. Anyway, we should write that it's down. It's been so almost four that. years, yeah. Has it been? But uh, when uh, you and, and I still somebody. remember those words, right?
1: Yes. And when you love somebody unconditionally down to their soul, you don't care about yourself. You don't care about whether or not they love you. You want to do nothing but show them their love. You want to show them the light and the the joy that they give you, by, and and that's like, I'm getting all emotional because that just hit me to a
0: core of, okay. It's to the core, just like that, you said.
1: That, yeah, but that's just, it's hard to put into words sometimes for me with people and how I feel about people. And sometimes I go overboard or I'll do stupidly crazy things for people that I care about, but it's to show them how much their love means to me. I want them to be able to know that I love them the way that they are, if that makes any sense, that I love them to their core.
0: I think that's a really great moment because, you know, you don't want to change people. You want to have those moments where you show people how much you care for them and that you love them for the way they are and their flaws and their great points and their bad days. And you love them unconditionally because they're your people, right? Correct. Uh, And that's so important. It's so important for you to find your people. And and have that moment and show them how much you care, you know? Uh, it's such a great moment And The other thing is
1: soul doesn't hold on to anger. Soul doesn't hold on to resentment. When you're in heaven, you don't think about whether or not Johnny got $50,000 or grandma Agnes left the house or, you know, whether or not somebody remembered to put a box away. You don't think about any of that stuff. Heaven is nothing but pure love. And right? your soul is nothing but pure love because you are a part of God and God is nothing but pure love. Like, you do know what I'm saying? And and yeah. since God is – we are built in images of God, we are nothing but pure love. And so our egos take that over. Our egos are, are – <laughs> Selfish, our egos are egotistical. Our uh, our egos are all about ourselves. Our egos want, 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 want money, right. greed, control. When we have resentment, anger, hurt, that is all illusion, and that is all our ego.
0: Right, but really, just like you said, your soul is about love and wants to be loved and needs to be yeah, company to be filled love. sometimes. Right?
1: Yes. And it's that pure love. And if you're telling me you love somebody and – but it's that conditional. Well, I only love them if they're doing X, Y, and Z. And I only love them if I'm getting this and this and this out of it. And this is why I ask sometimes in relationship. Questions when I'm doing sessions with people, certain questions because that indicates to me whether or not they're actually in this relationship with their soul or if they're actually in this relationship with their ego.
0: Okay, wait, you've got to wait, 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 wait. You can't go any further. You got to deep dive into that. So you're telling me that? Wait a second, right? You got to deep down because me and the Quack Pack are stuck here, right? We we don't talk about this all the time, so I have to I have to stop for my friends to say, wait a second, wait a second. (laughs) Tell me what you mean. So you're saying that. When you're in these relationships, you can deep dive into them to help you figure out what that soul connection is. Or maybe it might not be a soul connection.
1: Correct. I mean, there are people who are married for ego and there are married for souls. I mean – and, and some people will go, oh, that's a car- cosmic relationship. Or that's, Ooh. you know, those are all that stuff is about ego. Like I can tell you that I married my husband under ego. I'm attracted to him. I like to have sex with him. I like to do things with him. I like to be around him. He f- makes me feel good. Do you know what I'm saying? Ego, 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 ego. If you right. are, are saying those things when you're married to somebody, then that's your ego.
0: So then, 7%. what's the difference? Yeah. So then, what things are you saying when you have found your soul person or you're married to your soul person or your soul person's your best friend, right? Because we know that you're not always married to your soul person. Well, so what, I, what I are those things? Like?
1: When that person, and you and I were having this conversation earlier. Um, Sergeant Pepper, I was thinking about this today because I talk about him often because he's been my soul person to lift me. Up and show me who I am by the reflection of me into him, if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. I see, we say that we're each other, right? And so I see how he shines, and I am now beginning to understand what he sees in me through him. And so that's given me enough confidence to start shining my own light through that.
0: so if I was a regular regular old Quack Pack member who's going to write us a review on Apple Podcasts, but if I was one of them and I thought, oh my goodness, Stacey, what kind of questions should I ask myself to help figure out the difference between ego and soul? What would be your first you question? Do they make you a
1: better person? And Ooh. I'm not talking in the sense of, oh, hey, do they help me financially? Do they help me be better do at work? Do the dishes.
0: Right, right. No, that has
1: nothing to do with anything like my my actual real relationship with my husband, husband with Max. I help him be better. He helps me better. We have a very good relationship. He's my go to for everything. I'm his go to for everything. And he has taught me how to have a backbone and we have each other's backs. Okay, right. And we have a good, solid marriage. We can be open. He's literally sitting next to me as I talk about all this. We have a very open, good, solid relationship. I can be bluntly honest with him about my feelings without any disdain. We don't fight very often. If we do, it's through text. We don't do a lot of yelling (laughs) or anything like that unless it's about the kids. And we have worked very hard to make our relationship solid. That's because of our egos right soul it's effortless when you're and then i hear a lot of people and this is what starts to frustrate me about people who are like oh well twin flames they're very toxic relationships So it's very hot and cold and and you know it's it's good that we're kind of abusive to each other because we're toxic and and that means we're healing each other no toxic is not soul toxic is ego toxic is manipulation toxic is ego because you're trying to get validation and you're trying to get control
0: so how would you say you know you can start to um find that toxic moment that isn't right so let me rephrase that sorry so if you're having those toxic moments how do you reframe them is that a moment where you need to take yourself out of it and think "Hmm, maybe this isn't the right choice for me or is there a way to reframe that conversation to say wait a second We both need each other, but this isn't serving our souls. So we should do this instead.
1: I've had to do, I'm being very, very transparent and very open with everybody right now talking about this. I used to be somebody my husband would call Sherman and I still have tendencies where if my feelings are hurt... I will light the grass on fire, the ground on fire, the water on fire, the bridges on fire (laughs) before even dealing with the situation and just say, screw it. I'm done with you. Goodbye. And obviously I wasn't that important to you anyways, and I'm gone. And the one thing that Sergeant Pepper taught me was to stop doing that. He helped me understand that that was toxic And that actually did more harm to myself than it was to anything else. And I started to learn that the way that I was acting and having to do things and having to act out that way, I had to call out on myself going, what are you trying to get from this? Why are you trying to get validation from this situation? What are you trying to receive from this? Valid- what, what are you trying to receive? And the one thing that a lot of women do that we don't realize is we're trying to get feelings from somebody else we're trying to act out to get attention from somebody else or something else and we need to look at ourselves to give ourselves that love and that again ego
0: right i mean that's that's really a a really important moment is you really have to look inside yourself and be sure that you've you've made those changes you love yourself because i mean we've heard it in many quotes right you have to love yourself before you can love other people right you need to have a solid relationship with yourself before you can actually get into relationship with others for so many different reasons, but that's a very important moment. It's huge. So let's let's take this as a slight turn because I want to hear a little bit, you know, what are things that maybe come up in sessions or that you've heard from others or that you've chatted about that people can go back and think, these are the sole things that I need to look at, right? Things that you've told others that maybe will help some people uh, get on the right path or right. Maybe make a turn, right? What are some soul things that come out often that maybe that could help some people who aren't really ready for a session yet, or that are really struggling on their own and need to have that moment with themselves.
1: When you're going through different situations, let's say you are in a relationship and you're questioning if this person is your soul person, if your are soulmate, whatnot, I want you to ask yourself, does it matter that much whether or not they're your soulmate or not? Because either way, you should love them. Either okay. way, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be together. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. So I think what you're saying is that really taking the moment to think if you're having second thoughts about a relationship, you should really first think why does it matter? Right. Let's That's, boil this down. Is this an important moment? Is this person going to be in your life no matter what? Is correct. this person is going to even if you're not in love and you're not getting married, you're not having. You know, a great family with a white picket fence, if that's what you want. Is this person still going to be there with you because really you're better as friends?
1: Yes. Right. I mean, and, and it's that's one of the biggest things. And are you going to be able to be there for them unconditionally? Are you going to be able to overlook? And there's always that part in a relationship, and it lasts, it doesn't last three months like people talk about the honeymoon. I'm talking 5 years. If you're still in love with somebody after 5 years, whether or not you're in a relationship with them or not, and you you have spent over 200 hours with them and you know them and you're still able to look over their red flags without feeling guilty or like you're putting yourself second, mm-hmm. then move, continue on to make that relationship happen. But if you are In five years later, and those red flags are still blaring, and you're still putting yourself last, and you're still trying to make this relationship work for that person, and you're still feeling like your needs aren't being met, and you're still feeling like you're left behind, and you're still trying to teach somebody to love you. That's not the relationship with you. It doesn't, or for you, it doesn't matter whether or not they're your soul person. What if that person is supposed to be that person to teach you what you're supposed to give yourself?
0: Right. That's a great moment. So I think that actually leads you into a second one is that sometimes your soul person helps teach you things that you aren't maybe ready to learn on your own or you're not able to teach yourself, right? So what kind of things have you seen in your sessions or in your in your discussions with others? What kind of things have soul people, persons helped them find?
1: Better parts about themselves, confidence, love, acceptance. It's the whole thing of being like I was talking about with Sergeant Pepper, being able to see yourself through somebody else's eyes unconditionally, you know, it's helped my husband and I in our relationship because I've been able to go, Oh, this isn't what I'm getting. What can I do for myself? Where, what triggers are X, Y, and Z and Y, what has happened with my traumas? Am I letting this out on this person? Soul people aren't always supposed to be romantic partners, even if we have romantic feelings for them. This is the thing I think society has broken us on is that society or the movies go, oh, well, they're your soulmate. They should be married to you. Oh, they're your other half. They should be. No. What if we're not all supposed to be married? What if we're supposed to be paying major important parts in each other's lives for long term or short term? we put time on things, we make limitations on things, we label
0: things. What
1: if in heaven, that's not the way it's supposed to be?
0: Right. I love that because I think that's a really great moment is that, you know, there's a lot of reasons people are in other people's lives. Right. And I think the most important thing that we can take from this ego versus soul discussion is that your soul people, your soulmate, your soul person, your soul people, peoples, whatever you want to call them. Right.
1: Yeah, they are there
0: to help you find new things about yourself. Maybe lose parts of you that really weren't serving. Right, yes. they're really there to help you do so many things, and that doesn't mean you have to be in a romantic relationship. Right, correct. I have I have tons of great friends. Right, that I believe more than one are probably a soulmate for me. Right, and I know you probably do too, Stacey. I know you don't know that. Right, but oh, absolutely, I will assume, I will assume the same thing. And those people, I'll help me do other things. Right, help me become bigger. Help me become stronger. Help me get through bad parts of my life or my day or whatever it might be. And that's such an important moment that you can't stop, right? You can't just stop because it's not romantic. It's not a relationship. It doesn't fit into the box that Hollywood or whatever you believe.
1: Precisely. I mean, Sean, you and I are soulmate people. You know that. You and I are soul people. We've even gone on little silly
0: apps and it has even said, yep, you guys are like, boom. We are it. What the app says is that stop talking to that crazy loon. And I say, no.
1: (laughs) But I mean, we click, you're one of my soul people. And it's funny because you and I, we were very apprehensive about recording tonight because we were tired and we've had such long weekends and we have the hangover, but we both bring out such joy in each other. And that is not our ego. That is our souls.
0: There you go. That's a really great way to put it, right? When you're with others that are your soul people, that are good for your soul, right? Or heal your soul boo-boos, as you said, those people bring out better parts of you, right? That doesn't mean, though, necessarily, that you always get along, right? Because sometimes those soul people help you and you don't like it, right? Mr. Ego says, wait a second, you're telling me something I don't want to hear. We're going to have an argument. But then you go back and you'll maybe recollect or... You sit back. Just you...
1: accordingly. I mean, sometimes because that specific person said something to you, that may make, may make you sit back and go, huh, maybe they're right. What did they see in this? What did they see? Right. In it? Is this their ego or do they really mean it from a good place in their hearts? Right.
0: Is this a good person coming to tell me something that I didn't notice because Correct. I was too wrapped up in my ego? You know, I think that's such an interesting moment. Is there another an, another high level soul moment that we should share with the crew?
1: I would say, honestly, and this is something that's very important for all of us, nobody is safe from ego.
0: Ooh. go. So dive into that a little bit more. So you're saying that everybody has ego. Absolutely. You can, you can choose to let your ego rule your day and your life and your yes. whatever. Or you can try to put Sir Ego, Ma'am Ego, Lady Ego to the side and say, wait a second. We need to to have a moment, which is not with you.
1: Not be entitled. Always say thank you. Stay humble. Understand that other people have feelings, bad days, good days too. Understand Mm. that the world does not revolve around us. Understand that not everything is about us and that we don't need to be taking the world personally. Understand that if someone is snooty towards you, to have understanding and love towards that person and not to fire back at them. And it's actually just the. I mean, there's this blows my mind when someone gets snotty with us at Starbucks or anything like that. Instead of going, let me just buy you your coffee and try to change your mood around, we go off on them and start cursing them out. It's like, what if that person just needs a hug because their dog just died that morning?
0: Yeah, they've had it. We've all have bad days, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a really great time moment because, you know, we're still in the Mercury retrograde. And yes. although I was on time this weekend, which mark that down, if anybody here is a friend of me in real life, you know that I'm not on time ever. So this was a <laughs> huge weekend for me. Um, hashtag win. I'm turning my life around. I was on time. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, but I think that's a really great moment is, you know, right now during this time, not only should we be nice all the time, but during Mercury Mercury retrograde, we should take the time to realize that sometimes it's not all that thing. Take a deep breath. Take an extra deep breath because right now it might not be what you think it is.
1: Right. I mean, okay, perfect example of soul and ego. My daughters did not wish me happy birthday. Mm. It's one of those things of ego. I could be hurt. I could be devastated. I could lash back. I could talk trash about them. I I could go in a thousand different directions with this. Or I could go, okay. And that's the way it is. And pray for them and love them no matter what unconditionally, because that's their ego. And that's not who their souls are. And I know that.
0: And you know that. And I you love said that. that with love. Yeah. And I think, you know what, that's a really great moment to wrap this up because you know the people around you. You know their soul versus their ego. Yes. And there are times where their ego takes over, which is never great, right? But we all know that in those moments, their soul will come back out. They will come down from whatever rough day they're having or whatever ridiculousness is going on in their head. And they will come around and they will get better. And their soul, their actual soul will come out again. And that is an important moment to think about.
1: Oh, people think I'm such a pushover all the time because they're like, why do you let people treat you X, Y, and Z? And it's like, because I see people for who they are, not for their egos.
0: And that's great, right? I think more people could do that, right? More people could take the time to realize that someone had a bad day or someone's boss is yelling at them or, you know, their dog – peed on the bed this morning. So it's just yeah. one of those moments, right? Oh, and that's Stacey. the worst, yes. Yeah, it is the worst. <laughs> you're 100% right. Stacey, I think that's a great place to, to call this one quits. What do you think?
1: I completely agree. And you know, Sean, love hard, love big, love with your soul, not your ego. Love
0: with your soul. That's a good one. Stacey, I love that. And since you're out there loving with your soul, where can people find you on the internet?
1: People can find me on Instagram at Renee, And if you would like to book a session with me one-on-one, either over the phone or in person or even through FaceTime, whatever you're comfortable with, you can reach me at my website, soulworkerstacyrene.com. And Sean, where can people find
0: you? Well, quack, quack. you can find me on the Instagram, SeanCo15, S-E-A-N-C-O-1-5. Of course, you can find Stacey and I both on the Stacey and Sean Good for the Soul Facebook page. Yeah. Where, where all your podcasts are. Check us out there. Leave us a review. Write us a rating. Check us out. Uh, let us know what's going on. Uh, Stacey, as always, thanks so much for being here. Quack, quack. Thank you so much for listening to us. We love it. Everybody, have a great day.
1: Bye, guys. Thank you.